How is everyone doing? Hopefully everybody's having a happy and blessed day. On today, you're tuned in to a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Apology. Today's episode, <clears throat> what could it be on today? It could be a numerous of things. There's a million things we could discuss on today. In today's world, there's so much going on out there. But this episode... I had to do a freestyle on today. Yesterday, I had a conversation. A friend called me and was asking how I was doing. You know, like I had told, told you guys the other day, I had to move out of my house and everything like that. And so, this spawned a new episode. Why is it the ones that are closest to you or the ones who's ending up doing you. I know that's not proper English adequate, but it's no other way that I can say it for today's title. Why is it always the one that's closest to you ends up being the one that does you? Okay. So it's been on previous episodes that I've discussed different things. And on my cousin. Okay. So, all intents of purposes, we're going to say that his name is Eric. Okay. So, the story spins back about a year and a half. Okay. So, almost two years. And he calls me. And he said he needs a place to stay. And he made it pretty much urgency. Uh, he pretty much was like the Rolling Stone. And still is like the Rolling Stone as we're recording this on today. Unfortunately, I do pray to God that one day that he will get his act together. Because it's a hard pill to swallow when you burn bridges down and you attempt to go back and recross them after you've already burned them okay so a year and a half ago almost two years he asked for me to come stay with me in my house and the first time I clearly heard guy say no do not let him come and stay okay I had a bad feeling so I want everyone to pay attention and listen and maybe you can learn from my mistakes okay now some people might say go with your intuition some might say go with your instinct some would say discernment and some would say trust your spidey sense okay me personally I've used them all but seems like a lot lately over the past uh nine to ten months i've been using the spidey plain and simple i grew up on spider-man love him uh that's an, another episode but i've been learning to trust my spidey sense and nine times out of ten your gut your intuition your discernment your spidey sense when it tells you about a situation us as humans we generally question the first time we wonder hey was this the right 
decision? Was this the right thing that came across my mind? Maybe I should think about it. Maybe I should pray about it. Maybe I should dwell about it. Maybe I should uh, think about it, meditate about it, or whatever. You know? And I would say, in all intents and purposes, in most instances, you most definitely want to think about things that could possibly affect your lifestyle and possibly change the rest of your life. And sometimes and then others, we we kind of do a risk assessment, kind of like a calculated risk, kind of like when loan and mortgage people or payday people give you a line of credit. Okay. So my first instance was no, not to let him stay with me. I kind of gave him the run around or whatever, whatever. Uh, I said, man, let me think about it. No, I'm not sure about it. You know, but in my heart, I should have just uh, first, no, you can't. Uh, you can stay with me for a couple of weeks and you got to go. Uh, I should have put more guidelines of what it was. Um, and that's why you should never do business with family. Uh, I had an uncle. I talked to him about him previously. You know, my uncle Dick, you know, rest his soul. He is transitioning over to the other side. I love you. You've been gone, going on two years. I miss you, but a lot of conversations we've been, you know, we had is starting to, now I'm starting to understand. It's kind of crazy how when certain people tell us things, we try, we try our best to either understand or not. It just seems like when they leave this side, it takes for God to pull them on the other side for you to get some of the things that they were trying to teach us and trying to show us. And uh, he just basically told me if I was going to allow uh, Eric to uh, come stay with me, I should lay out some guidelines. Uh, I thought I did uh, some of that. I should have did some reinforcement on uh, he was staying with one of his friends or whatever. He claims that he couldn't stay with uh, his mother because she had, he has an allergy to dogs and she would not let to get rid of her dogs for him to stay. Uh, he was starting over. He had just got divorced. He was out in Arizona. He was relocating from... Alabama. He went from Alab- he went from Arizona. I'm sorry, to Alabama, and then he went to Alabama to Kansas City. Uh, and so he ran from pillar to post. Uh, he got his apartment there for a brief minute, and when I say a brief minute, I mean a brief. Uh, it wasn't even a full six months. It maybe was. I can't really count. All of it, but it was no more than 90 to 45 days, so it was no more than three and a half to four months. He had a nice little apartment, okay. And you would think making $19 an hour, going on $20 an hour, working for the U.S. United States Post Office, plus he gets a a government check for serving in the military, that he would uh, be a little bit better on his money. I understand he has child support, but even paying out child support. And his bills, he should still have one check 
free. So he's always had an issue of uh, managing money. And so my friend called and said, hey, have you talked to Eric? I said, no, uh, I haven't talked to him. Uh, He doesn't pop up on Facebook or whatever, whatever too often. Maybe because he knows I'm on Facebook. So uh, my partner was like, well, hey, you know, he was up on uh, Instagram and he was posting stuff and this and all that. So and so basically I started to break down a little bit. It was not more so of anger. You know what I mean? Uh, It was more of a hurt more of a disappointment, more of a betrayal. Uh, I have pictures of me and him from the 70s and Pampers. So we pretty much grew up together, you know, from from babies all the way up to adulthood. It was times to where, you know, life happens. And he went this way, I went another way. Uh, you know, sometimes... You know, like Fleetwood Mac, you know, I got a song, you know, Go Your Own Way. And uh, love them guys. You know, I just, I'm just a fan of good music. Um, but we made a promise to each other when we, we were kids. And then later on, as teenagers. And you know, when you're kids, you don't really look at promises, not unless it's from your mom or your dad or... or someone you looked up to uh, or uncle or aunt or older brother or older sister or something like that uh, or a teacher or anyone who you feel was a, a example for you uh, teenage years you know you kind of shift in and out but when you become a, an adult and you know um I'm in my 40s now, so if I tell you I'm going to do something, you can best believe I'm going to do it. I mean, I believe that, you know, I'm part of Generation X. When you give your word, your word is your bond. You know, if you give your word, then you need to be man enough or woman enough to to do what you say that you're going to do. You know, because at the end of the day, if, you know... Everything is taken from you. You should have your word should be so good that your word will be your credit. That that takes time to build up your name, your reputation. We did an earlier episode in season one saying, you know, your word is your brand. You have to brand. You brand everybody brands things. If you want everyone will know you for something. So, when we got to adulthood, you know, he went through highs and lows. I've went through highs and most definitely lows. And a couple of years ago, I said, hey, no matter what happens, we need to have each other's back. You know, he was like, yeah, I prayed. Prayed about it. He asked again, maybe seven, eight months uh, later, I went ahead and allowed him to come into my house and uh, you know the end result because we discussed that in a couple of episodes uh, back but sometimes 
where you're at the end of something. Sometimes it could be the end of life. It could be the end of the road with a relationship with a person. It could be that you're leaving one phase of your life and you're going to another phase in your life. And you start to look back. And like I say, you know, everyone, that's my family. I will always love them. Uh, if you would need like some money for gas or food, I give them that. But when it comes to like a place to stay, you know, I can't do that anymore. Because um, I can't trust him. Uh, part of the reason why I lost my mother's house, which was in my family for 19 years. And that was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of pain to give that up. It was a lot of hurt and pain that I had to tell my tell my kids that, hey, I'm sorry. I lost your grandmother's house. Uh, two of my oldest. My oldest is a freshman. She has been to the house for 15 years. Over the last year and a half, she didn't come around as much. Uh, my 11 and my 7 came over a lot so they had to bond so my first two children actually spent time with my mother before she passed my youngest which is 7 and be 8 this year she only had a year and a half uh, before my mom passed um, I didn't know until you know recently as I was going through the house and getting uh, documents and you know papers and stuff like that um, I didn't know that my mother was uh, real sick I know she was diabetic and she fought that for years but I didn't it was kind of hard when I was going through some of that stuff um, she could have had a surgery that was basically a 60-40 chance of uh, survival and you know she obviously did not elect to take it and so now when I look back to 2012 uh, the last few months of my mother's life now it's starting to come full circle for me and it's like wow mom why didn't you say something um, I could move back in with you um, could have took the load off off of you, you could retire, you know, um, my mother only had two jobs her whole life, one was at the Kansas City Zoo, the other one was at Research Hospital, and she worked that job for 40 years, and she went through hell, and she did a lot for people, and, um, I'm really just getting to that point in my life to where, you know, don't worry about what people say about you, you know, uh, doing things to you and keep going and you keep pressing. Um, I was made a little different. Um, and so it was kind of like, you know, a three strikes you out type of philosophy. But the problem is when you have a three strikes you out philosophy, generally the ones who you should have got rid of a long time ago, generally <laughs> you them strike one all the way to strike a hundred and they're still swinging and they're still at bat. And so, my life is changing. And so, over the past uh, 
year and a half, I've been cutting and making executive decisions out of my life of getting rid of certain people. There's still a couple of people left that I need to get rid of. But for the most part, I say about 85 to 90% of them are gone. And one of the ones that I felt like was always going to be there until God called him home or called me home. You know, uh, I felt like if there was anybody in the world I didn't have to worry about that was going to do me was him. And so, have you ever just been disappointed with a person? You know, you just like, wow, I expected more out of you. And so, that's where I'm at with him. Thought I wasn't mad at him. I was there for a brief minute, but then I had to look at... uh, the big picture um i should have followed my first mind i should have never let him move in in the first place because my bills went up considerable like i said i had lost my job you know in july of last year uh he was halfway paying he started up another relationship he was helping her really relocate to another city so he pretty much was using uh the funds that he was giving me to help her and so he just wasn't a man and could say, hey, cuz, you know what? I'm moving out. I'm moving in with such and such. You know, and all I just told him was, hey, uh, when that happens, just give me 30 days. Hey, just pay what you owe. That's it. But it was times where I let him keep the money because he had stuff going on with his kids, you know. And so that was also my family, too. That's my little cousin. So I didn't want them to suffer. But the thing about it was, even when he caught up, he didn't realize that. Man, I just paid you this. Well, yeah, you paid me, but you, you behind. You you two cycles behind. And he always paid beyond past the, the due date. So he'd always be caught in between a billing cycle. One cycle left once there, and then he's paying. But the thing about it is, you know, everyone knows, when you get behind on your bills, it's hard to catch up. It really is hard to catch up. You know, we will start up the Financial Hustle uh, series. You know, I've been getting a couple of people ask me about it, so we're going to start that back up very, very soon because um, we got to hit it real aggressively. Um, so, it's like I said, everyone, it's a disappointment. It just, it's been a while since I've just been disappointed. Have you, have you ever had someone that you really loved, you know, you cared about or loved you? And you you rather for them to just say ill words to you, to cuss you out or just whoop you, you know, with a belt or something or a switch. And then they didn't. And you're like, wow, you know what? You know what, Johnny? You know what, Amy? I'm very, very disappointed in you. And I don't know about you guys and girls out there. But when my mother told me that, it just crushed me. You know, I really just took take, took, took the beating, you know. And that's where I'm at with him. And like I told my partner the other day, I really don't know what I would say to him. Because I know at some point, uh, life happens. God happens, you know. And um, I know I'm going to run into him. 
I don't know if I would say anything to him um, or not. I, I really don't. And the, the crazy thing is um, when I was moving out and since he wouldn't respond and everything like that from phone, social media, um, my dad was like, well, what you going to do with this stuff? I said, I really don't care what it is. And so, you know, my thing, my thing was I could have left it in the house. Uh, so I just, you know, I just gave it 60 days. First I said 90, 60. I said, no, after 60 days, uh, I'm gonna get it out of my dad's basement and I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna get some money off of it. Uh, his checks, I'm just gonna mail it to his mother, you know, and I could just be scandalous and say, hey, you know what? Uh, let me hold on to your checks. You know, let me go ahead and not, but you know, you know, even though I moved some of the stuff over to my father's house, I still had to do some, you know, storage. So he's still costing me money as we're talking. So, and then, someone uh, sent me the picture of the person he was with. And first I wasn't going to look. And then I was like, wow, so this, this is the person. She's part of the reason that uh, I lost my house, my mother's house. Uh, a legacy that was supposed to be uh, passed down to my kids, um, and then I then I had to then I had to look at it, you know, another bigger picture. It's like she has nothing to do in this situation. It was all Eric's issue because he was just being a coward. I mean, Keith is PG thirteen. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna cuss with it on this episode, but I feel like I should, but I'm not. I'm trying to drive a point home, and I believe one day one of my kids might listen to this episode. I just so I have to use this as a te- teachable moment in time. So it could be six months, or it could be a year, five or ten years, or it could be possible that I could be crossed over to the other side when one of my kids listens to this episode. So I have to use this as a teachable moment. Um. Then I looked at, I said, wow, is this the person that you gave up a 41 year relationship for, ride or die through thick and thin, rich or poor, sick or in health? This is for this person here, and you know, it's just something about photographs that you just can kind of see the aura of that person, the spirit of that person, you know. And it's like, wow, it's like, wow, I thought she'd be more, and uh, she might be a great person, but. I didn't survive 18 years out there on the streets doing security and law enforcement not to, you know, be a good judge of character. Uh, But, you know, sometimes in life, you know, you give your friends, you give your family passes. And uh, for my kids, uh, Tamara, Tim Jr., and Tamia, what daddy is saying to you, is when it comes to business I highly suggest you kids 
not to do business with family and the reason why you don't do business with family because they have the tendency of bending you over to screw you even though that you're giving them a godfather deal that you wouldn't do regular people but the problem is most people can't separate relationships from business and I took this hit I took this punch I fell down I'm getting back up and so I would say is when I get some more houses or get another house that I decide to rent out what I'll do is anybody friends family whoever you're not gonna go through me I'm a hire a, a realtor company you pay them they pay me I pay them and so if you skip any time on your rent hey they will they will take that process of evicting you taking you to the court going to the courthouse having the sheriff come to evict you and it's just it's crazy it's just when I was growing up and I jumped on planes and I thought it was kind of heartless when they used to say any event if the plane loses cabin pressure put your mask on and then put the mask on beside you but as I got older when I grow into adulthood and heard the same pre-flight instructional airplane says put your mask on first and the person beside you you put it on now I get it because if you don't put your sometimes in life you have to put your mask on first you have to be a self preservationist of yourself and then if you're able to help the person that's next to you or close to you then you go help them but don't do it at the cost of yourself then you put their mask on what I should have did was I should have made him give me first last month's rent I should have gave him three strikes on that third one I should have kicked kicked his ass out and and that's not custom because ass is a donkey look it up in the dictionary people come on okay and then after that third time I should have changed the locks we live we learn I believe I'm a stronger person and I had to forgive him I did forgive him but and like I told you guys you know God blessed me with a promotion on my job and so I could easily say, well, God, why didn't you give it to me months ago? Then I wouldn't be where I'm at. But I was praying and I had to forgive some people and I had to release it. And so God was like, OK, son, here you go. And now my, my job at work is less stressful. And then they bumped me five dollars and pay up almost six dollars. So I thank God for that. But things were breaking down in the house because I was paying utilities and then I was fixing things so it got me in a deeper hole because he didn't do his job so remember everybody in the event that you lose clap cabin pressure means you can't breathe you can't you can't live for a minute you got stuff going on with you in the event that that happens you put your mask on first 
you take care of yourself first. Then if you have time or a moment, then you go help that person. But then also you have to you have to have your spidey senses on. You can't help everybody. Everybody doesn't want to be helped. And we need to stop helping our enemies. And we need to stop helping people that hate us and people that are jealous of us. And sometimes, you know, your enemies can come in many forms. Sometimes they can come in family. I don't want to say friends because they were never your friends if they were your enemy. And sometimes we sleep with the enemy. You got to find out yours. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. I love you girls. And I talk to you soon. And I like to say often if you if you don't believe in yourself, believe in God. But I will end with this. Any event that you lose your cabin pressure, you put your mask on first. Then you put the person's mask on that's beside you. I love you guys. I talk to you soon. And I'm out. God bless. Thank you for listening.